money. The game they thought would project them into a possible wild card position. It would bring them 7-5 had they won. But a late interception by the Giants. They'll preserve a giant victory. An upset win as the Giants lead 17 to 12. We're inside 30 seconds. The Eagles have no timeouts. Wait a minute. Here's a free fly. I don't believe it. The Eagles pick it up and Herman Edwards runs it in for a touchdown. Welcome to the ESPC podcast, where every podcast is a business meeting with a specific purpose and a specific outcome. I'm Josh. I have an MBA, securities license, clients for a decade more than $15 million and above. And what that means to you is, for example, week five, we went 14 and two, 87%. Uh, to put that in perspective, 59%. You can consistently live in Vegas. Some pros average 70%. So 85.5 really is really good. For me, it was $11,330 in profit. So we give you the insight, how to make that money, betting on NFL games, betting college games. Then we get into the NFL, college football, uh, college basketball. We share the information because we have to, right? It's capitalism and freedom is not free. If we don't share information as middle class, upper middle class people, uh, probably this country will be in trouble. Uh, I figured out. But we have a lot of fun at the same time. We use business and financial concepts that I use in my other job to predict successfully the outcome of football games and monetize our time, highest and best use of your time. Uh, same methods, right, to help folks uh, invest in the right business, invest in the right stock, make sure their money outlasts their retirement. Same process we use to predict the games successfully. Uh, decision science, in terms of the mean, probability theory are all used in this podcast. Statistics, we use it all. We use all the methods to get to the truth, close to the truth. Elon Musk says, you know the truth, you can predict outcomes. We don't have as much money as Elon Musk, the richest man in the world, or the resources. However, what we do have, right, is education experience, and we use all those tools in our toolbox to make, uh, we're up to about $50,000 in NFL this year. But we share, we teach it with you, and another important business concept, if you're the toughest, smartest person in the room, guess what? You are in the wrong room. Yeah. But most of those people don't know what to do, like what, how to get a good pick. Right smartest person in the room you're in the wrong room right just ask uh kevin mccarthy he's having problems if he has the wrong people in his room well we kind of fixed that right we're fixing that uh we got scott from the northeast and chad the young guy who understands the way all these young kids are thinking these days there's just scott and i that are old scott's in the northeast we're here on the West Coast. Uh, we'll go with Chad, who has the insight. And he texted uh, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, your buddies there, just to give nah, him first words. Chad. Nah. We just doing first words right now? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, man, I haven't talked to anybody, but uh, it's, it's, uh, 
man, it's just been a, a tough week. This week is just an interesting one all around. There's a lot of stuff to consider. Um, you know, I still, you know, it is one of the harder weeks to pick, you know, um, you can kind of find those, some, some motivation things here. Um, there are a few things that kind of do jump out. You got some elimination games, you got some teams that are going to be sitting starters, you know, so there's some, still a few edges that we can find and I, I think we'll do a good job finding them. Yes. And I'll get the final tallies, but so far picking every game we've had in total, we're over a hundred games over 500. <laughs> Right on the journey, seventy percent last year we were like what seventy six percent NFL playoffs. Uh, first game, it's gonna be Saturday. It's crazy, right? So all the schedule's different. There's no Thursday night Amazon game. It's going to be Thursday night. Uh, not Thursday night Saturday. The day game is. Kansas City at Vegas, totals 52 and a half, double-digit dogs in the division, including last week, Denver, covered 14. But really, I have maybe one hasn't hit. Uh, Kansas City, this game is more important to Vegas. Uh, guys want to make their final mark before next year, and there's no way it's going over 53 points. Because Kansas City wants to run the ball a lot and get their starters out of there, get them ready for the playoffs. So I like Vegas plus 11. I'm going to buy the point because you can't trust Vegas with points. They're unreliable, right? The reason Kevin McCarthy is having problems is because you can't trust him. He's unreliable. Even the guys for him were, telling, were saying that today. He's unreliable. Can't trust him. You can't trust the Raiders with points. So I like him. Over the key number, double-digit dog in the division. Uh, Josh McDaniel has been working on this game plan since May. So let's see what he's got. So I like Vegas, plus 11, under 53. What do you think, Scott? Scott in the chat. I'm going to agree with you. I think Kansas City is going to win the game, but I think it's going to be 7 to 10 points. I don't think it's going to get to 11. Um, you know, the Raiders did them showed something last week against San Francisco. Um, but sometimes first games don't equate the second game. So right. 53 is an awful big number. Vegas has overreacted to what the Raiders did last week on offense. So I, I think this is a return to the mean game in terms of the Raiders scoring. I looked for them to get high teens, low 20s. So um, give me uh, Las Vegas plus the 11 and under 53. Right. It's going to be a tough week for everybody around. Right. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, it's going to be a tough week for Vegas, right? Them pricing these games with all the craziness going on. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, no, I'm with you guys here. Um, definitely, man. You got to love the double-digit dog in the division in this spot. Uh, against, the, you know, Casey doesn't really need this game. They're cool to cruise. Um, you know, at home, in front of their home fans, last game of the year, man, those Raiders fans, they love their Raiders. Right. So, I uh I like them to cover that that ten points and yeah I think uh you know I do think this game will be decently you know this game I think will get you know up to 48, 49, but I think the number is just a little too high here um you know I like I like Kansas City in a you know a twenty seven to twenty type game so I, I like this one to stay under the fifty three. All right, so that's going to be the unanimous pick is Vegas plus eleven under fifty three. 
uh, or react to the market inefficiency. So this week, we're going to take advantage of a lot of market inefficiencies. And we're going to take advantage, I noticed during the research, of that we've bet every single game in total. <laughs> so this is where, where it comes it kind of pays off, because you see the inefficiencies. It's going to be a title game. Uh, Brable is a no-excuses kind of coach. Takes it seriously. I looked at him today. He hasn't slapped. Uh, it's no coincidence that the Titans are as healthy as they have been all year. Another guy who doesn't care about anything, it's all about that pride, is Derrick Henry, right? He was like that at Alabama, always playing hurt. He's a monster. Uh, Jaguars, big situation for them. Uh, big situation for uh, Trevor Lawrence, right? Because everybody thinks he sucks. And he has sucked pretty much. Uh, but, you know, coach is hitting him a little bit. He wants to prove he can play. Uh, so I think it's going to be a good game. So I like Tennessee to cover seven points. I'm going to buy that point, get it to a key number. And it's going to be over 40 because I really feel that both these coaches doubt they can win a playoff game or even want to win a playoff game because they don't want to pay the travel costs. So they're going to throw the kitchen sink in this game. That means it's going to go over because, you know, the Titans need a special teams touchdown or something like that because they can only really score like 14 points at most. So they need a special team touchdown to go 21. And I know uh, Jackson wants to score 21 between 21 and 24 points. That'll make it over. So I, I see a 24-21 game or something like that. What do you think, Scott and Chad? I agree with you again. I think Jacksonville's offense is on such a roll. I think they're going to score uh, in the mid-20s to high-20s. And Tennessee, the only way they can make the playoffs is winning the division. So Tennessee's right. going to have to put it all out there for them to win this game. Jacksonville could still get in in a wild card, but a lot of a lot of losses have to happen, so I wouldn't count on that. So right. I agree with you. I think Jacksonville's going to win the game, but I think it's going to be one of those 24-21 type of games. So give me Tennessee plus the points over the 40. Over the 40. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, no, I'm with you guys here, man. You know, Tennessee, you, got, you know, Vrabel has, has, you know, been in the playoffs here the last two years in a row. I mean, he is a good coach. I, I I think that they're going to be able to compete in this game, keep it close, keep it competitive. You know, it's a must-win game, cover that six points. Then, yeah, man, 40 just seems too low. You know, we talked about how this week, you know, some people might not want to tackle. Um, you know, I, I think we see a couple of big plays in this game, man. Weather should be good. And, uh, you know, when you get those big, big long plays, you know, um, tends to lead, lead games to go over. Right. Well, that's why the Hawthorne effect is so important because – one of my deficiencies has been, uh, if you live in the past, you die in the past. So the way Scott and I grew up, we saw people play really good defense. Mm -hmm. um, the only team that's really playing really good defense right now are the Patriots. That even Alabama's playing really good people. Georgia was playing good defense, but then they got lit up by um, Ohio State. Uh, they had been playing good defense, but nobody else is playing good defense. Right. So 
to that end, uh, this game's going over, over the over the forty. And a lot of these games that we thought were going under are going to go over, except these diehard teams, right? We'll get into the diehard teams. Your Baltimore Pittsburgh that was under all the way because they're just diehard. They're not going to take any chances at all, and I think that cost uh, the Raiders late last week. Now, it makes sense in this game for me, Scott. The Jets and our guy, Mike White, going down to Miami. Let me look where the weather's going to be in Miami. And going against McDaniels and Waddle and Hill down there. It's Bridge, Bridgewater. Bridgewater, yeah, right? Bridgewater and we'll versus White. No, it's not Bridgewater. He broke a finger. Skyler Thompson. Oh, Kansas State. Yeah. And he had his running shoes on. Bridgewater broke his finger against the Patriots trying to make a tackle after one of his interceptions. <laughs> so he is, he, I think he had surgery today. I think he's, he, I know he's out for Sunday. Tua has not cleared concussion protocol yet. He's not going to play. But we no, got my fight. What happened with Bill's yeah. negative. So this is basically a pick em game for me. So it comes down to whether you want Mike White or Skylar Thompson as your bet as a quarterback, and I want Mike White. I think the Jets have been embarrassed on defense two weeks in a row here. Right. I think that ends. I know it's down in Miami. I know it's going to be you know warmer than they're used to at this time of year. I think the Jets are going down there with the sole purpose of ruining Miami's season because Miami needs the Patriots to lose, and if they win, they get in. I don't have any confidence Skylar Thompson is going to do anything against against the Jets' defense. So I'm going to take the Jets, and I'm going to take the under because I think this is going to be a low-scoring, run-em game, play defense, especially on the Jets' side. So give me give me the Jets. I think it's minus one they're they're at right now, and the under. So that's where. Yeah, no, this, this game spoke under. Uh, yeah, Josh McDaniels wants to Mike McDaniel wants to protect his defense. Yeah, and it is going to be eighty degrees. Is it really? Yes, sir. It's going to be 80 degrees. And uh, I like the, I like Miami in the second half. So you, you like the Jets, Scott, right? I didn't know it was going to be 80 degrees. Uh, that's the <laughs> research I did not do on this game was what right. the temperature was going to be. Because it's been 50s and, you know, low 60s down there. Um, right. You know what? I'm going to go Miami plus the one, but I, I'm going to obviously do a little bit more research for this for the line change part on Sunday. So, Okay. Um, yeah, the live stream, as of right now, give me stream. Miami. Yeah. Plus the one. Line change live stream on Sunday, like last Sunday, it's going to be very important because yeah. there's a lot of craziness going on right now. Uh, so it's Miami plus one, and I like it under the to- total. I do now. too. I do too. It's under. Yeah. The, the Miami, I like Miami in the second half line. Let's call the, that now Miami second half line. For the Jets to, they're going to have to be up like 14 to three or 14 to seven at halftime. 
or even 17 to seven for, for, for me to feel comfortable. And I, I don't think that's going to happen. So yeah, Miami plus the one. And in the second half, I can guarantee you guys on the Jets, the Jets are our team does all that illegal hitting. Because we get, you know, they're going to get whatever talked with their position coach. How are your half times when you're in college, uh, Chad? Uh, did you just talk to the position coach or did the head coach say something? No, they just put us up offense, defense. So, like, we first get with our DB coach, position coach. You know, he would talk to us, and then we'd meet as a whole defense with the D coordinator. You know, and then, uh, then I, before we'd go out of the locker room, the head coach would, would say something to the right. whole team. Jets are probably the same. And then why are you going to get to the field? One of the Jets guys is going to go to one of his buddies, man. He's like, man, one more half, dude. We just have one more half to get through without an injury. And we got our next contract, <laughs> right? So that's why I like Miami second half line. All right. So Miami second half line, money line, under 39. But look out for the live stream um, half hour before the game on Sunday. Scott and I, hopefully Chad, will be on uh, with any adjustments we, we are making. Yeah, I'm. I'm going. I'm going the other way on the total, guys. I I like Miami. I'm with you guys on Miami. Uh, I think this one's gonna squeak over the 38, though. I like Mike White. Only had he threw for like 250 yards last week. Zero touchdowns, two picks. Only scored six points. I like the Jets to kind of rebound offensively here, score some points. I like Mike White to be able to get 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 to you know 17, 20 here, um, and then. I just – all that good weather, man, all that speed over there with Miami with Tyreek and Waddle, they can score any play. And, like, you know, Josh said he, about those – going to get him the ball. You got to get him the ball. He used to be winning hockey, you know. Yeah. Like, I, Tampa Bay, we're like, oh, we need to get uh, so-and-so, Lemieux. And I'm like, who's going to give Lemieux the puck? <laughs> yeah, I you think – Mc, <laughs> Who's going to give these guys the ball? And then the way they played the Patriots when Skylar Thompson came in, Skylar Thompson's a running quarterback. So I think McGain is going to get uh, Skylar Thompson to get a few first downs to run clock. Yeah, I, I think that McDaniel will find out a way to get, you know get Waddle, whether it's you know the fly sweep game, the screen game. They'll get those guys touches. I um, mean, like you just said about the Jets guys, worried about their contract next year. You know, they're down in this game a touchdown, ten points here late. You know, they're not going to want to tackle anybody, man. That's going to lead to a big bust that I think is going to get this one just barely squeak over. Uh, one of my sources, one of my birdies out there, told me about former head coach talking to current players and was saying about zone that he did not believe in people sitting down in zones. He wanted people to go across in the zone, kind of bust the zone that way. I can see Miami trying to do that to the Jets, right? I can see a lot of missed tackles too, with guys going kind of pierce through the zone instead of going across in the zone and sitting down in the open area. What do you think about that, Chad? Yeah, I mean, I mean, definitely, especially with, you know, with Skylar Thompson. I mean, they got to – I mean, he's going to – McDaniel is going to have to scheme open throws for, for him. So, you know, I think he'll – Defense, okay, we're going to go, right? It, so, quarterbacks looking at a defense, Right. Uh, let's go air raid because a lot of teams have air raid concepts. There's six guys in the box. It's a run. Seven, eight guys in a box. You're going to pass. And if it's a pass, 
you're either going to call a zone beater or a man beater, right? Uh, and what this head coach was talking about, he wants his zone beaters, guys going across in the zone. I think that's what McDaniel do with uh, Tyreek Hill. Uh, Reed used to do that with Tyreek Hill all the time. Tyreek Hill take it to the house. You know, run it, run a skinny post where you run at the defender, right? And then yeah, yeah. Go. It's basically like a second window throw, like a slant second, a second window. He's he's getting across the field, right? Right. So that, that's what I, I see Miami do. A game that's built under just because of the philosophy are the Cleveland Clowns. Two and a half point dogs going against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Super Bowl winning coach has him peaking at the right time. So I thought he likes to play. He did that last week. Two of the hardest hitting teams in the NFL. I don't know how hard they're going to hit in this game, but I still like the under 40 and like Steelers on the money line. What do you think, Scott? Scott and Chad. I agree 100%. I think the Steelers are playing really good football, both sides of the ball and special teams complementary. Um, Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season. And and I that says something, man. And that it's says something really about bad. the man and about the philosophy that he has in coaching. Right. I do know he is very close with, with uh, DeMar Hamlin. He uh, spoke about him for 10, 15 minutes at the press conference. So you know I, him because he was 12 years old. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think that Mike Tomlin has a little bit of extra juice in this game. I think he wants to come in. I think he wants to shut the clowns down, rivalry yeah. game. I think Pittsburgh's going to come in, and I think this could be close to close to a shutout for them. I just see they're playing really well right now. T.J. Watt is, is phenomenal on defense. So um, to that end, give me Pittsburgh and give me the under. Nothing says the under like Mike Tomlin. So. Right. Made me a lot of money through the years with the other. What do you think, Chad? And I'm with you guys 100% here, man. I love Pittsburgh on the money line to win this rivalry game. Um, you know, they've been playing well. Tomlin have a winning record. They're still, you know, fighting for their playoff hopes here. And, yeah, under the 40, man, this is just going to be another AFC North classic, you know, barn burner, low-scoring game. Big time, big time. So that's the, your unanimous pick. Is your Pittsburgh Steelers money line under 40? Uh, the Texans, I don't know. I, it, it's one of the biggest fallacies in sports, right? Everybody's always the biggest thing. But the draft is such a joke, right? Garrett Wilson was the number one pick, and now he's going to be uh, selling insurance in Utah next year. But people overhype things. People think general managers think they can pick players better than they can, right? See a lot of bust. But uh, especially with the Houston Texans. But they won, they won the pick. Uh, I see the Colts winning on the money line. And this is going to go over 38 points. I think this is going to be affected a lot by what happened on Monday night with people not hitting, people letting things go. And the Colts know that they have to get a big lead in the first half or else they're not going to be able to win. So give me Houston in the second half uh, after basically being blown out in the first half. So I like the Colts on the money line over 38. What do you think, Scott and Chad? I like the Colts on the money line as well, but I like the under in this game. I don't think either quarterback 
is going to run this offense effectively. We got Sam Ellinger against Davis Mills slash Jeff Driscoll. Really? I, I can't see where points are coming in this game except for maybe field goals and one of those sneak late touchdowns. So I like the Colts on the money line. I'm with you there. But I'm going to say it goes under the 38 and a half. I think this could be 20 to 17 at best in this game. So that's where I am with this game. All right. So we're down at Colts. Like you saw, uh, everybody singing, like Canary's all singing the same song, right? Uh, so we have the scent. And the way we do it is we settle ties. So, Chad, consensus is going to be the Colts. Uh, help us break the tie with the total. You know, I, I like the Colts on this one at home, though. I think they'll finish the year strong and get a win. Um, but, man, I, I, I got to go. I, I'm, I think this one's going over the 38. Over you know, 30. it's just two teams in a controlled environment that are really just – they're loose teams. They're not playing for anything. There's no pressure in this game. Um, you know, so I, I think that that kind of looseness and that no pressure, that indoor controlled environment, I think this number is too low. You know, I think it needs to be more 42, 42 and a half for me to go um, the, the under. I think that you know, this one will, will be able to squeak over. You know, I, I like the Colts here to, you know, win this game, you know, at least, you know, 24, you know, 17, something like that. So uh, I think this one's going to get over the 38. Yeah, so the, the average score of an NFL game is 45 points. So 38, that's a full touchdown over the average, and then both teams have to empty out the playbook. There's no reason to leave any plays or any schemes in the book, right? Except if you're Houston and you've been told to tame. But otherwise, the Colts have to throw everything out there. Uh, and Sam Ellinger can run, and I see Sam Ellinger running, um, making those Texans defensive linemen tired for points in the second half. All right. So the consensus pick is going to be the Colts money line over 38 with Scott being the Ruth Bader Ginsburg being the 20 dissenters in Congress who are denying Kevin McCarthy the speakership. Which means the Colts are scoring 38 points by themselves <laughs> this, this game. Right. So it makes sense in this game, Scott. The Bucks at the Falcons. Uh, the Falcons are four-point favorites. And the total is 40 and a half. So I, I think with the Falcons being four-point favorites, I think Vegas is saying Tom Brady, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, that group is probably not going to play a lot or not play much at or not play at all. Right. So, and I agree with Vegas in this instance. I, I think these guys are not going to play a lot. So if that's the case and they're, they're going to get ready for the playoffs, I just see the Atlanta Falcons running the ball down the Tampa Bay Buccaneers' throats as they have, as they've been trying to do all season long. And I think Desmond Ritter is going to hit Drake London and mix Drake London in on some plays. I don't think Tampa Bay is going to play many starters in this game. They're going to play some on defense, some on offense. I do think Brady's going to start the game because I think Ryan Jensen will be back this week, and I think they want to get them into a rhythm together. So, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna say that Atlanta. I'm gonna take Atlanta minus the four, and I'm gonna take the under because I think what this game is gonna turn into is a run fest. I don't. Tampa Bay doesn't need to win the game for anything. Atlanta's trying to He's win trying the to game win. to end this season on a high note. So at home at Atlanta, give me Atlanta minus the four, under the forty and a half. I 100% agree. And the backup is going to be Blaine Gabbert. Not to be confused with Gabbert, the guy over there in the Raiders. What do you think, Chad? You know, I, I'm, I'm with you, Scott. I think that's a great pick. I mean, Tampa Bay here, I think, is definitely going to be missing guys. I think they're going to kind of concede this game. Um, Atlanta, less than a touchdown favorite um, in a game, last game of the year in front of their home fans. Definitely right. think they'll win this game by a touchdown. And, yeah, I just think there's not going to be, a, you know, a lot of offense shown, um, you know, from either team. I think Tampa Bay is going to be vanilla. I think Atlanta will run the ball. And, yeah, I think it's going to be a really, you know, low-scoring game here. I think this is, you know, uh, both teams, you know, will stay under 20 points in this one. So, I like both teams under 20. I like this one under under 40. All right. So, that's a unanimous pick. The people like to parlay, even though we're against parlay, it's because we think in probabilities. And the more variables you add to something, the less of a chance you have to get the result you want. That's why parlays don't work on logic and probabilities in math. But people do what they do, right? <laughs> they like the unanimous picks and they like the consensus picks. Uh, New Orleans Saints minus three against the Panthers. And Sam Darnold playing well, but he always gives up that big turnover. Again, two teams uh, that for the most part have been under teams, but they got they got to throw the kitchen sink at each other. Division opponents, and Vegas has to make adjustments now. Uh, 60% of division games have gone under. This is priced at 40, 41. I like it over the 41 points. I like it over the 41 points. Give me the Saints on the money line because you cannot trust them with points. Untrustworthy Kevin McCarthy team. What do you think, uh, Scott and Chad? I'm with you on this. I think the uh, the Saints have a better offensive team than the than the Panthers do. I think that loss last week, the Panthers suffered to Tampa Bay, is going to resonate a little bit with them. They know if they beat. Tampa Bay last week, all they had to do was go to New Orleans and win. So I think there's going to be a letdown factor coming for Carolina. And I think New Orleans is going to hit Rashid Shaheed deep, and Alvin Kamara is going to have a big game in this game. So I I like New Orleans on the money line, and I like the over because I think both teams, last game of the season, will just put put up pinball numbers. I just can see this going in the 50s, to be honest with you. So I I can see that. Uh, Tampa Carolina scored 24 points at a really good Tampa Bay defense. Yeah. They had all their players. Uh, so I like, yeah. What do you think, uh, Chad? You know, I'm with you guys, man. Controlled environment game, last game of the year. Uh, two teams that, you know, don't, you know, really have anything to play for are going to be playing loose, kind of just like that, you know, the Colts-Texans game, um, my, my logic there. So, yeah, I, I think this one is definitely going to go over. The number's way too low. Um and then, yeah, man, I like the Saints to win the game here for sure. So, like the Saints money line, man. I'm kind of looking at the Panthers, Panthers plus four, though. I think, uh, 
think this could be a competitive field goal type game. Um, the Panthers offense since Sam Darnold took in there against the Seahawks four weeks ago has been really solid. They've been scoring points. Uh, they know to keep, to keep stuff close. So um, I'm going to watch that number though. I think if, you know, if it goes up anymore, I might, might be looking at the Panthers with some points, but definitely like the Saints money line to win the game and, and love this one to go over. All right. So the consensus pick is Saints money line over 41. Uh, Middle less got bet Patriots games. <laughs> so give us some food for thought on this game. Uh, I'm definitely going Patriots plus the eight points now, or actually I already did when we talked to you earlier. Uh, man, I'm struggling with that over 42. What do you think, Scott? And then go Scott in the chat. So... The Bills are six going to be when this game plays six days away from the the catastrophe that happened on the field. A right. lot of these a lot of these players are not going to have that memory out of their minds. Okay, I don't, and I'm not even playing. Uh, yeah, I, there's no way they're going to have the the memory of that incident out of their minds. It's just highly unlikely. I, I think what's going to happen is. I don't think Buffalo is going to play their starters a ton. I know they have a lot riding on the game, and everybody's like, how can you say that? I just think they don't care if they're the one or the two seed. I, they, no, they un, unless they get a positive report, like um, Demir Hamilton's awake, he's alert, he's functioning fine, the Bills aren't going to be able to function. They're not going to practice a lot this week. They're not going to, you know, they're, they're going to be in meetings. They're going to be with the chaplain. They're going to be in with the grief counselors. They're going to be in with all those people. So they're, they're not going to be totally focused on this game, I don't think. Eight points is way too many points for this. I think the Patriots could – I'm going to pick the Patriots on the money line. I think they're going to win this game because I don't think Buffalo is going to be focused and ready to go. Having said that, it is definitely going under because I think Bill Belichick is going to come up with a scheme to, to slow it down. And I think if Buffalo does, in fact, pull their status, their backups are a precipitous drop from their wide receivers and, and, and uh, their quarterback. So I'm going to take the Patriots on the money line and with the points, and I'm going to take the under because I just don't think the Bills will be ready to play this game. You know, and, and you got you to realize this, a lot of the money is going to go on Buffalo because a lot of the people are going to say they want to come on the field, they want to. They want right. to extract. They want to play well for for Demir Hamilton, Hamlin, and I, I don't, I don't, I can't see that. I just can't see that in the situation. So it's a hard game to, to analyze and pick. So yeah, okay. that's where I'm going. Yeah, I'm doing that too. I, the, the Patriots are going to stay physical, right? It's not going to matter to them. You know, matter to them on a human level. But as far as their business, I think in a man, it's going to be very, very physical hat scene. But in the Bills are not going to match that physicality. No, no, they're not. The Bills needs this because if he loses and doesn't make the playoffs, he's not going to be fired, right? They're just bringing Bill O'Brien, but he can be fired. Mm-hmm. Weirder things have happened. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, man, I, I I love Scott's logic here. I, I just think that this one is going to stay under the 42 and a half. And, I, man, money line pick of the week. I like New England plus 260 to win this game. Oh, yeah, same here. Plus 260. 
put that on there. And uh, right after the podcast, then I'm going to put that bed in. So, like, and more people, whether Vegas shows it or not, because it's not 100% Vegas shows things, right, for manipulation purposes. With, but on a human level, I think there's going to be a lot of money coming in on the bills. Josh, with that line, Vegas is treating this as a regular nothing happened week for the right. Buffalo Bills. And that's not simply not the case. It just simply is not. You can't you can't ask a team to go out six days after their teammate was laying on the field, cardiac arrest, we're trying to revive them for nine minutes, and then you just can't. It's it's a lot to ask for the Bills. So. Right, and stuff were coming out like he got to the hospital, he wasn't breathing, and they had to resuscitate him again. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. even if your brain doesn't have oxygen for a second, it gives you brain damage. So even if he so-called recovers, he's going to be a vegetable. Yeah. yeah. So not good. And whenever I get home from a two-week vacation, I just clear my head and think of nothing. These guys have been out for a month. Just went through a traumatic event, and they're finally back home. Mm-hmm. So uh, I I see almost no way the Patriots don't win this game. And they have one of the greatest coaches of all time, right? Yeah. That that is the consensus pick. Pats on a money line plus eight. In the live stream, we'll see if this is at 10, over 10. So I'll bet the Pats again. Give me another chance to win. Same thing. Ravens, Bengals. Uh, the Ravens don't get blown out, right? Just because style, style make fights. They have a style that does not allow them to get blown out. Again, another physical defense. Again, illegal workouts. The NFL and NFLPA has, you can only do so many workouts. Harbaugh and Belichick, since they've been in the league so long, they don't care what Goodell says. They'll break the rules. They've been hitting all the time. Uh, so it's going to be a physical game. I don't think the Bengals will be able to match their physicality. And I like the under 42. We'll go Scott and Chad. So I'm treating this as the same way as the Buffalo game. There's one player that's really not been talked about this week in terms, and that's T. Higgins, and how is he going to react to what happened? He was the guy, the receiver that caught the ball, went over the middle, and Demir Hamilton Hamilton tackled him, and we know what happened after that. I don't think T. Higgins' mind is going to be focused on this game. I don't think he's going to be ready to play. I don't know if the Bengals are going to be ready to play this game either, to be honest with you. I heard Zach Taylor's press conference today. The players are struggling right now as the Buffalo Bill players are struggling. They were in a situation with them. Right. So that end, Baltimore does not get blown out. They play close games. This is for the AFC North um, because we don't know what's going to happen with the Bengals-Bills game. may be played, may not be played. But this is for the AFC North. And I think Baltimore is going to cover the spread plus seven. And I think it's going under because I don't think Harbaugh is going to allow Cincinnati to run, run away offensively. So. Give me Baltimore plus the seven under the 41 and a half. Yep, I like that too. I'm going to buy the half point. And the way people react to things are different, right? Everybody has their own way of grieving, our way of dealing, dealing with things. Um, Chad and I on the Hot Turn Effect podcast, which I encourage everybody to listen to because we put everything in there fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, about traumatic events that we had and how we processed them. I remember I have a really good friend who, like me, because, you know, I had, you know, middle class upbringing, upper middle class. But then when I got kicked out of the house the way they used to at 18, 
I used to live in the hood. So I lived in the hood until I was 26, 27 years old. I had a really good friend, gangbanger, got out of that, got a college degree and stuff like that. But living in suburban life, he was like, man, I can't fall asleep because I don't hear any gangbanging. I don't hear an ambulance. <laughs> I don't hear anybody getting shot. I don't know. So it depends on the culture of the person, how, how it's going to be affected. Mm -hmm. But Cincinnati, Buffalo, they have people from all over the country, all over backgrounds in it. So really, you don't know how these guys are going to react. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, no, I, I totally agree here, man. This game, uh, seven points here. You know, it's two ways, too many points. Baltimore style, they're just – Harbaugh is really great at, as a dog. The bigger the dog he is, the more he covers. Right. Um, so, I, I love that pick. And then, yeah, I just – I don't think the Bengals are going to be ready to play, man. I think it's going to lead to this being a low-scoring, uh, methodical-type game, um, you know, championship-type game. So, yeah, I think, you know, under under the 42, Baltimore plus seven, I, I like it a lot. And And the one thing I'll mention to add on to it to end this game, is Cincinnati might change their offense because of this incident. They might not go across the middle a lot. They might no. go outside. They might go outside the numbers because of what happened. So if they change their offense and it affects them, you know, you lose in the quarter, maybe a third of your playbook, a quarter of your playbook. So that's another thing, too. You know, just you know that's pretty good. You know, I'm like uh, the old Michael Scott line in uh, the office. I'm not superstitious, but I am stitious. Yeah. You were a coach, right? Would you ever call that play again? I would never call that play again ever. No, I would. I would be really gun shy if if my my player caught the pass and you know drove to the middle of the floor and banged into somebody, and the same thing happened as what happened Monday night. I I wouldn't call the play anymore because I'd be too gun shy, and my players would be too probably. So, right, man, that was crazy. Yeah, a Ravens plus eight under forty two, Vikings. Going to the Bears, Vikings had a bad outing last week. Uh, O'Connell is an offensive coach. Uh, the defense, the Bears defense has been on the field all year long. They got rid of their two best defensive players. They're illegally under the salary cap. <laughs> so give me the Vikings minus seven. Give me the Vikings on the second half. The Bears are going to have no players left in the second half. Your, your knee slightly hurts. Oh, coach, I'm out. <laughs> I get in my contract for next year. I've done enough. You're going to see a lot of that. You're going to see seven, eight guys during the season, during the games next week. You're going to see seven, eight guys who play in the first half, not play in the second half. Agents to call. You got your contract. Great play. You have a sack. Boom. Got a sack. Boom. He's gone. He's not playing anymore. He got a sack. Because they, they, they need him next year. They're going to give him a contract. Not going out there, getting hurt, risking that. So give me the Minnesota Vikings. They want to look sharp going into the playoffs. Over 43, second half line. What do you think, Scott? Justin Fields is out for the Bears this week. Nathan yeah. Peterman is the quarterback for the Bears. <laughs> How can he be quarterback? He's the only quarterback to throw four pick sixes in a row. Yep, yep. So still in the league. So you can't you can't see pole opposites a quarterback than Justin Fields and Nathan Peterman. Right. So to that end, the Bears have been running this offense for most of the year. And right. now they gotta try to go back and run a different offense, which means David Montgomery's gonna get 40 carries in this game, I think. So I agree with you. Give me Minnesota and give me the over. I think Minnesota puts a number on on the Bears, although I have heard that Minnesota is a little 
hesitant with the soldier field turf. They do not mm. like it. They think it's really bad. Mm. So if that's the case, I'll revisit this for Sunday. But as of right now, I totally agree with you. My, Minnesota minus the points in the over in this game. Yeah, the average score of an NFL game is 45. And except for the Packers game, every single game is under that maximum. Mm-hmm. You know, with the no tackling that'll go on next week, uh, I like a lot of overs this week. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, no, I think the Vikings are going to have a big week, man. I think the Bears are going to kind of concede this one, um, you know, and that late late scores are going to be there for the Bears. Maybe Peterman is going to throw a pick six. That's going to get it to go over. This one's going to squeak over the 43. And, yeah, I like, I like Minnesota in a, in a blowout fashion here. So the consensus pick is their Vikings minus seven over 43. You guys like that second half line? Vikings second half line. More to play for in the second half. I don't think the Bears are going to have any players. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. I like the second half line. And I'll, I like it too. All right. The Legion of Doom, Seattle, six and a half on the Rams. Rams are packing it. They've been packing it up for weeks. They got blown out last week. Uh, they won't get blown out this week, but it'll be a closer game. And I like Pete Carroll over the 41 points. So give me Pete Carroll minus six or 41. What do you think, uh, Scott? Yeah, I'm with you. Seattle needs to win this game to, to stay in the playoff race here, pending the, the result of Sunday night football this week. So I think Seattle is going to is gonna lay a number on the rims. I, I like Seattle. Minus the six and a half, and I like it, like it to go under the 41 and a half. Oh, you like it under the 41? I like the under because I don't know if the Rams will score a lot of points in this game. I think Seattle's defense is going to step it up. So, but well, that's the thing I'll uh, revisit, I'll revisit that on Sunday because I may, I may okay. switch it, switch it up. Yeah. Uh, Pete Carroll, right? Like those great coaches, <laughs> ones both, doesn't account for the quarterback. So, Baker Makefield can run. So, that's why I like it over. And the total's low, 41. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, I, I think that um, this one's going to get over the total. I think it's going to squeak over 41 and a half. Um, you know, I think, you know, just McVay being the offensive mind he is, um, you know, he takes a lot of pride in this, and I think he'll be very prideful in making sure that the Rams are competitive and score in this one. But right. I uh, don't think they'll have enough to cover the spread or win the game. I'd like Seattle to, to cover it, uh, you know, my, cover the minus six and a half. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think this one, can, you know, I think this one can get over uh, the 41 and a half. I think Seattle can can put up 28 here and, and, and win this game, you know, 28, 28, 21, 28, 17. Um, you know, I, I, so I, I think this one will squeak over the total. I like Seattle. Yeah, McVay, Super Bowl winning coach, he's been working on this game plan since, what, April, May? So it's like a baby to him. He wants to see certain things happen. Uh so that's consensus, but we'll look it up in the live stream. Pete Carroll on the Seahawks, minus six, over 41. The Giants with no players going against the Eagles. The Eagles got embarrassed last week. So this is a return game to the mean game. It's, the total is going to be tough because I don't see the Giants scoring at all. Uh, so, and this is going to be a very highly bet game. So I think maybe... Vegas wants to cover their ass a little bit. So, actually, I'm going to go Eagles minus 11 
under 44. I'm going to buy the point from 43. The line's at four, 14 right now, Josh. I said 14? Yeah, it's yeah. at 14 right now. Ooh. They can get New York Giants plus 14 and a half. Ugh. That's tough because the Giants are like the Bears illegally under salary cap. So those backups are basically guys off the street coming in there. Uh, and the Giants have a playoff game to play next week. Uh, I see the Eagles kind of blowing them out. Uh, it's tough. Double-digit dog in the division, right? You almost bet it blindly. But the Giants just do not have uh, any players at all. Literally guys off the street coming in to play because you have to rest the starters for next week who are going to play the whole game because they can't let these guys in there. Um, I'm still I'm going to go with the, the Eagles minus 14 now. Uh, sports Illustrated Sportsbook. If anybody can get a hold of these people, go ahead <laughs> and bet what you can on the 11 and a half they got out there. But everybody else is 14, like Chad saying. We'll go Scott and Chad. Scott. Well, let, let Chad go. Game. Let Chad go first because he's up ahead, the what, what, What's your What's your pick on the uh, on the total, Josh? You don't know. Uh, I I think it's going to go under. It's going to go under because the Giants aren't going to score score at all. Yeah. What is it? We got Minshew for the Eagles playing in this game, right? No, it's supposed to be Jalen Hurts. He's coming back. It's supposed it, to be coming back. Yep. Yeah. And I mean that's what this line that and that's why this line is the way it is because absolutely Jalen Hurts is coming back. Yep. Yeah, you know it's a tough. I mean, Philly's got the one seed pretty much wrapped up, right? They have to win this game to to all they have to do is win. If they win it, they're they're the one seed. Yeah, so they got to make sure they win this game gotcha. before, they pull, before they pull guys. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, and I'm with I like that Philly. I like Philly minus the uh, – get that half point. I'll get Philly minus 13 and a half. And uh, this one to stay under the uh, 43. I like Philly to get up 21-0 and run the ball the whole second half. Yeah, yeah. I, I see that too. I see Philly going crazy in the first quarter, scoring a lot of points, creating some turnovers against all the Giants' backups. And then I see them just sitting on the ball and running. So, so I would – Go Philly minus 13 and a half under the 43 and the Giants second half line because I think Philly's just gonna sit on the ball and not look yeah. to score. And I so. think the Philly, the Philly first half line, I'm gonna take a look at. Yeah. Right. If I can get under six and a half or a minus seven, I'm gonna probably take it. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Philly first half line. Yeah, because all Philly's gonna do is run run the ball in the second half, wanting to run the clock. Right. And they're not going to look to score. They're just going to look to run the ball. And that's all they're going to do. And giant second half line. <laughs> giant second half line, yeah. I got, I got I got five more minutes, guys. I can probably get another two games in. Okay. Right, cool. All right, so the consensus pick is going to be the Eagles, 13 and a half, under 44. Uh, Eagles first half line, giant second half line. All right, so the next game we're going to look at is – San Francisco 49ers at home, minus 14 against the Cards. I like the Cards, plus 14, and just the total is way too low. 
but 14 and a half. Let's see what it balloons to. Oh, the live stream podcast is going to be big on that. I like the cards plus 14 and a half over the 40 points. We'll go Scott and Chad. It's no DeAndre Hopkins. He's already out. James Conner is a highly questionable play in this game. Arizona won't have any players to play in this game. I don't believe yeah. Colt McCoy is not starting. It's going to be Trace, McSor- Trace McSorley again. San Francisco has something to play for. They need to win to get two seed. Got it. I think San Francisco is going to put a number up on Arizona based on their defense. I think their defense is going to come to play. I think they could shut Arizona out if Connor does not play. So I'm going with San Francisco minus the 14 under the points. Now, what makes Trace McSorley valuable is the fact that he can run. Again, mm-hmm. this is a great Super Bowl winning defense does not account for the quarterback. Uh, so the 49ers beat the Cardinals pretty well in Mexico. That's where the offensive line coach got fired. Mm-hmm. So I like the revenge game uh, just because there's pride. You don't like another person beating you twice. So Trace McSorley, man, last time uh, Penn State was in the Rose Bowl, he threw for 500 yards against USC. USC had a lot better defense. So I think he can play well this game uh, and cover the 14 and a half. You, you like over 40, Scott, right? Yes. Uh, okay. No, I like the under. I like the under. Oh, you like the under 40. All right. So I don't I don't think Arizona's gonna score more than seven points in this game, to be honest. So, yeah. so it's good we have Chad on here. So you got the double on this one. We disagree on both parts of it. I got the cards 14 and a half over 40. Scott has it the other way. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, I like I like the Cardinals here. 14 and a half, I think it's a lot of points. Um, I think if San Francisco gets up, you know, it's that 14 point lead. You know, I, I think they're going to really take their foot off the pedal, just get out of there with a win, get out of there, keeping all their players safe and healthy for the playoffs. I don't think they're worried about blowing them out at all. Uh, it's a division game. Right. Um, you know, so, and then also you got two offensive coaches here. So two offensive coaches with a total of 40, going to be good weather. Um, I, I like this one to go over. Right. Average of an NFL game is 45. This is – Price at 40, the two offensive guys, and they played each other before. So it's going to be interesting. Consensus pick is cards 14 and a half over 40. Have the Chargers with nothing to play for going to the Broncos. High altitude. Uh, I like the Broncos on a money line. Uh, and it's 39. The Broncos are scoring points now. Have a lot to prove. The Chargers are going to be playing backups. You know, no Bosa, no Khalil Mack coming off the edge, saving for the playoffs. Give me the Broncos under money line over 39. What do you think, Scott? So the Chargers defense completely healthy now. Nobody on injury report, which is a big thing for the Chargers because if their defense can play anywhere near elite level, they're going to be a tough out in the playoffs. Right. I like the Chargers plus the two and a half. Under the 39 and a half. And I also they, like they the got to play their starters when they have the playoffs clinched. They, I don't know what they have to gain by winning this game. So here's the deal they have the same record as Baltimore and Cincinnati, basically. Yeah. They want to play the Jaguars in the, or the Titans in the first round of the playoffs. So they're going to go out and try to win this game to get the five seed. 
So I think they're going to go all out to win this game. So that's okay. why that's why I'm thinking the Chargers are going to go up to Denver, are going to win the game in a low in a low scoring game. That's yeah. why I'm taking them and the Denver Broncos team total of 19 and a half under. Because I think it's going to be a low scoring game. So that's where I'm at with it. I think the Chargers want to win the game, definitely get the five seed in this case. Because if Cincinnati beats Baltimore, Baltimore is going to be the sixth seed. They're not going to get the five seed. So. So you like the Chargers plus two. Yep. Under like of the 39. Yep. And then the Broncos team total under 19 and a half. Team total under 19 and a half. Yeah. And then what, what, and Josh, what do you go? What do you, what do you like on a total? Well, I, I like it over all the way because it's a new offense. They played the second time they played, but they're, they're going to see what uh, Clint Kubiak and his dad have uh, lined up. Uh, big game for Russell Wilson. He wants a contract next year. It's an altitude. And the Chargers do not have backups. So give me the Broncos in the second half, in altitude, depleted team. And Staley's not going to push it too hard because he has the, the, the playoffs locked up. Yeah, I – man, I'm I, – I like the over here a lot. I think this game is going over. I like what I saw from Denver's offense last week. I think it's very imperative that Russell Wilson puts on another performance like that. Um, you know, for him going into the next year to have some type of something to hold his name on to. Um, right. And uh, I like this one to go over uh, the total for sure. I'm leaning the Broncos at home, man. They have the highest winning percentage at that mile high stadium. Um, I, I'm going to look in some more here. I think it's going to be very interesting to see Staley, what, what he's talking about this game, his press conferences, um, and, and who, if they are going to play everyone and be full strength. I know statistically on paper the Chargers have the best defense in the NFL. I still am like, man, is it a little fluky? Is it really the best defense in the NFL? Um, they're not. They're not. I mean, so they're, I, they're, 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 they're front seven. But the Broncos have a better defense, and the Chargers' offensive line is horrible. So they're going to get eaten up. So I'm, front seven. I'm, 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 I'm loving the over, and I'm leaning Denver. Um, right now uh but i i what scott was saying on the side kind of really um you know i opened my eyes a little bit and i i want to look into that game more but I, i'm leaning denver on the side i like the over for sure though but, so that one will lead to the live stream for final decision i gotta uh, hop off guys though all right all right chad i'll talk to you. all right thank you chad for your help the whole season picking all these games sure <laughs> see you guys See it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that one we'll, we'll hand on the live stream. Uh, consensus is Broncos over, but then the side will decide on the live stream. Uh, another game that's going to be interesting is the Cowboys at Washington late on Sunday. I like the Washington Commanders, Board Commanders, plus the eight points over the 40. Both teams have to uh, throw the kitchen sink at each other. They've been working on these game plans for months. It's just it happened now. Especially a guy like Rivera and uh, Del Rio and all those guys. Scott, Scott Foster's NBA. This is Scott Turner. 
the son of Nerv Turner, as a special game plan for the Cowboys. Big traditional game. Uh, I like it over the 40 points and Lord Commanders to cover the eight points against Dallas. Dallas always plays down to their competition. What do you think, Scott? I agree with you. And the one extra caveat you got in this game, this could be Daniel Snyder's last game as right. an owner with Washington. Jesus. So I Last think wa- in that box is going to be very sentimental. Yep. Yep. So I think Washington is going to keep this game close. And I think it's going to be an offensive shootout because I think Dallas's defense, as we said pre-show, has right. been a little leaky lately. And, right. I, and I think it's still, you know, you, you can't cover it up in a week. And if you heard Mike McCarthy's press conference today, they're not really worried or focused on the game because of the Monday night incident. He's worried about, he's talked to his players about worrying about each other, keeping each other safe, stuff like that. So I think that little, little not focused on the game is going to make a little bit of a difference in this situation. So I like Washington plus the eight, and I like over the 40 in this situation. All right. So that's unanimous pick there. Washington plus the eight over the 40. And just like that. Last regular season game we're going to pick is the Detroit Lions plus five going against uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Lambeau Field, what is the weather going to be like? I can look that up if you talk. Yeah. Um, Man, I, I got to look it up. I think we're still, like, in the high 60s with the Detroit Lions. Uh, Adrian Rob gave us the information right at the beginning of the season. Um, it would do well. In this, I, we've either gotten the side or the total every single Detroit Lion game if we didn't get both of them. The whole season. Lions play close games. Uh, they have really good organization. I give um, – Dan Campbell is an NBA, somebody who knows about management. I give him good uh, kudos for managing well. He's got good management lessons. He's managed that team well. He's a CEO coach, right? He depends a lot on the coaches. Um, he did sign off on the firing of the uh, defensive backs coach, who was not teaching the bump and run right. I checked guys coming off the line. They changed that. The defense has played better. But I think Aaron Glenn is great at having game plans going into the game, but he does not make adjustments. That's going to kill him in the second half. Uh, I can go either way on the side. Uh, I kind of like the over 50 because I think both teams are going to throw the kitchen sink at each other, right? Both teams are going to throw the kitchen sink at each other. it's at a division game. And I think 50-49 and not 52 says that Vegas kind of agrees. Uh, they want people to bet the under on this, right? So since they want us to bet the under, we're going to bet the over, over 50 points. Uh, what do you think? What do you think about the sides, Scott? So... If Seattle wins early in the day, Detroit is out. They're eliminated. Yeah. So 
I don't know how Dan Campbell is going to be able to have his players hit from that because I'm sure the Green Bay scoreboard is going to have that score up there. The players are going to see it. They're going to know stuff like that. The one thing I will say is that Dan Campbell's teams do not quit no matter what the situation is. Do not lay down. I think they're eight and eight right now. And if they're eight and eight right now, they're going for a a 500, a better than 500 season. So to that end, I think this is going to go right down to the last uh, one minute of the game. I think Detroit's going to keep it close. They're getting five. I agree with you. It's going to go over. I'm going to pick Detroit plus the five. I think Green Bay is going to win the game by a field goal. But I think Detroit is going to make it really tough on Green Bay. I think it's going to be one of those 34-31 type of games because Dan Campbell's team will not lay down, will play really tough, and has shown all season long that they're very, very good in situations where they've been counted out. So give me Detroit plus the five uh, over over 49. So I think it'll get to the 50 mark. I agree. Uh, and thanks for Ahmad for joining us, giving us good comments. Let me know how the uh, audio is, and if you have any questions as we close it out here. Uh, I like Detroit plus a five. I, I, I agree with that. Logic makes sense. I, it's going to be a close back and forth game. So yes, they don't don't cover the five. It's just some last second play or. Yeah, you know, uh, and, and, throws a pick six or something like that to, to for them not to cover. And definitely go over. Both of these have been two offensive teams. Yes, uh, the Packers finally got their whole offense in. They're going to be over. Uh, they were over forty-seven points last week, so it's going to be over the fifty. Yeah, Detroit beat them early in the year, fifteen to nine. So that that's going to be a far cry from this game. But right, right. still, Detroit did beat them already. So there is, you know, Detroit could beat them again. I don't think they're going to. I think it's going to be a field goal game, but but I definitely think high scoring. So big time. And then Detroit, the way they play, right? A lot of hard hits, hard hitting football team. With what happened on Monday, it's going to be interesting to see if they adjust their play a little bit mm-hmm. because they are a hard hitting kind of a football team. They'll you know take the penalty and. They do, you know, the blocking schemes are very aggressive, right? Uh, yep. But, you know, tend to come from the side and help alignment out with a, with a shot at the defensive lineman. Well, well, here's the thing with that, what you just said. I don't know that Dan Campbell can change that philosophy in less than a week. Right. Because this incident happened Monday. So you're basically talking from Tuesday to Saturday because they get on the plane Saturday to go to Green Bay for the right. game. So I don't know if Dan Campbell can change that philosophy. And I don't think he wants to. I think he wants the players to play the same way. Because if you let it up and you go less than 100%, that's when injuries occur. That's when stuff occurs like that, like whatever, you know, in, in you know, incidents. So yeah. you got to think that Detroit's going to play the same way throughout the whole game. Right. And, and that's the um, execution part of it. Because yes. you can't change it, but then comes the execution. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and also, I think um, the hatred, right? 
Yeah, which there's a lot of. Yeah, the hatred will be toned down, right? A little bit. The thing will be as, as it would be for a, you know a division loss earlier in the season. Absolutely, absolutely. And then kickoffs too. I mean, you might see a couple of kickoff returns, a couple of punt returns, because those are the most dangerous plays, and players know that. Yeah. <laughs> Especially these teams who have guys playing on defense and special teams, they're going to like, no, I'm going to take it easy. So that's why I like a lot of overs too. You're going to see a lot of special teams, touchdowns, and yardage, uh, because guys aren't going to, you know, dive head first into wedges this week. And the other thing you're going to see is a lot of guys that usually make the tackle will pull right. up. Anything questionable on the sideline or over the middle, they may just say, we'll tackle you with, at the knees, but we're not going to do what we usually do. So you're going to see a oh, lot yeah. of that. And targeting, they'll go to the review, and every single review for targeting is going to come back with kicking the guy out of the game. And it's a yep. uh, 15-yard penalty. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, a lot of things have changed. That's why every week's different. Every week you gotta talk to guys like Scott and Chad, get different perspectives from different from everywhere. Yeah. Things change fast. Tomorrow is not promised anyone. That's why we exactly. have to take advantage of the situation um, exactly. and bet these games and make money off these games because it might not last forever. Football might not last forever. Exactly. <laughs> So final thoughts, Scott. Great job. Thank you so much. A uh, lot of information. No need to pay extra sports a thousand dollars. What are your final thoughts? First of all, I look forward to this every week. You know, so I, I couldn't be there yesterday. It just was a little still a yeah, little shaky yesterday just on Monday night. Um, thank you to everybody for the whole year. I mean, this is week 18. We're we're gonna go on through the, the playoffs and stuff like that, but for the regular season, thank you, everybody. We you know, I we all appreciate. You you watching, sending us the comments. I enjoy reading them uh, every every week. Um, Jason sends a lot of stuff out. He, yes, he's, he's really benefited from this. Um, but again, thank you to everybody. You know, thoughts and prayers again with with the Hamlin family. Hopefully, it gets better really quickly. Um, and Josh, thank you for allowing me to do this. I enjoy this a lot. So no, thank um, you. We get a lot of Chad, a lot of money. We'll come yeah. back tenfold. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. We got the playoffs coming. We got the NBA playoffs. We got college football, the bowl game. We got, you know, it, it just goes on. College basketball, the NCAA. Yep. Yep. So we'll be here, you know. Yep. But again, at, for NFL fans only, thank you very much. I appreciate you listening to us, taking our advice. So, right. And it's sharing information, participating in capitalism because that might not last forever either. Yeah. So we got to take advantage of what we can while we have it. Uh, in business, when you give one, you get 10 back, right? That's why Costco makes so much money off the hot dogs. Just got through the holiday season. Santa Claus, right? He made, he made a career from giving. Long self like Santa Claus. The idea of it has lasted over 100 years. So that's our philosophy here. And like Winston Churchill said, you make a living from your labor but you make your life what you give thank you for listening to the esbc podcast network